What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. The weather is heating up, which means summer is almost here. Macy's is my go-to place for summer fashion, and I'm getting so excited just looking at Macy's.com for new bathing suits, beach towels, even floaties for the kids. They have all the poolside essentials. Macy's has everything you need for any summer occasion, your summer trip, wedding, or graduation. Macy's has you covered. You can shop all your favorite brands like DKNY, Michael Kors on 34th. Shop at Macy's.com or in store. Wind Down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. This week's Wine About It Thursday Therapy, we've got Rebecca Alvarez coming on. She is one of the most influential intimacy experts with a gift of predicting trends in the intimacy category. Um, she's a boss babe, CEO. She also has a company that she created called Bloomy, which has uh, massage oils and vibrators. So let's get her on and talk all things in the bed. Hello. Hey, girl. Oh, my gosh. So nice to meet you. Same. I'm Jana. This is Catherine. Hi. How are you? Hi. Good. Nice to meet you. So I heard your last podcast that you were at 20-something weeks. Are you still 20-something weeks? Um. Yes. I am in my third trimester now. Okay. So, yes. Exciting. Congrats. Almost there. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm counting down. It's starting to get real for sure. Do you have kids? I do have two. I have a four-year-old and a 15-year-old. Oh, okay. There we go. So how long have you been married for? Seven years. Seven years. Okay. So for you, how is it kind of keeping that intimacy alive in your relationship since you are the intimacy expert? Oh my gosh. But that's like such a, there's so many parts to it. I was a single mom with my first daughter. And so that was all about like tapping into like, what do I want? What do I need? Dating so much under the dating world, Um, having partners. And then when I met my husband, it was like blending family Mm -hmm. and time management and really carving out time to date. Now it's more like, how do we carve out time for us consistently? So we have like, we have blocks. So like Wednesday date night. Or we have one weekend per month where we just get a sitter overnight. Um, We just, if we go on a family vacation, we make sure we also block time for us. So it's kind of on a calendar. It may sound not sexy, but the thing I love about it is it happens. We we get that time because it's like scheduled, right? Sure. And I love kind of 
how you just explained that too, because for a long time, intimacy for me, I thought was just sex, but intimacy is so much more than just having sex with your partner. Um, my fiance and I, something that we, we try to do and we're, we haven't, it hasn't been routine as much, but like something we said, like every day we want to go for at least a 20 minute walk together. So it's okay. something that it's us together, but I've got to be honest with you. We haven't done it like maybe like once every two weeks because things are so busy or mm-hmm. things are going on or the kids or this. And it's like, oh shoot, we forgot our walk today. Well then two weeks later, we forgot two weeks of walks. So I think that's the hardest piece. Yeah. We put stuff on the calendar too. That's the only way. I mean, it sounds terrible, but like we put walks on calendar. Really? <laughs> yeah. Literally we'll put it on there. Oh wow. I mean, yeah. that's, I mean, but it's a great idea though. Cause yeah. it's like, if not, cause we, we live and live die by, by calendar. Yeah. I'm like, oh, if something's not on there, then I mean, I used to schedule sex too on the calendar, so I can't say anything. It's totally recommended. Actually, we have, we call it the family calendar, but it's just between my husband and I and my assistant, which is hilarious now that I'm really. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Please don't add that to the calendar, any of the calendars, because I can see them all. But what you have my A and you have my Alan and Jana calendar now, but I won't add the sex. I'll just add the walk. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) I don't need to know when you're having sex. But I do, I do really like that because it's, you don't think that you'd have to calendar that in, but it just makes sense now. Cause I'm like, well, I calendar my workouts in. So that yeah. should be something that, but I feel like it's even harder with your, you've got three kids. You're, I mean, you are always on yeah. the go with like every activity possible. So it's like how that's, I feel like that's gotta be hard for you and Nick. And especially because they just to like with her story, like they, she was gonna file for divorce and then not so it's like there was a lot of lack of intimacy in their their marriage and then there was the honeymoon back together lots of intimacy so and it's now it's probably back in the like not how it was right but trying yeah. to find like your new normal yeah no for sure and it's hard and I've thought about scheduling all the things we're so busy though like you said it is very hard yeah. but we just have to book out like you know I mean that's just you know how we have to do it but yeah it's I live and die by a calendar. So I'm like, you know, I had a therapist tell us, you know, I mean, I had a therapist, you know, years ago when we were going through trouble, say schedule sex. And then I had a lot of different opinions about that a lot from a lot of people. Um, But I didn't love that either, though. I like scheduling like dates and stuff, but I didn't like scheduling. And that's I think I was the unpopular opinion, because to me, that makes me feel like like, oh, God, I have to well, have sex it, tonight. It started giving me anxiety. Yeah, anxiety. Because I would, like, see it on the calendar, and it would, like, give me, you know. So I think we just kind of have to find the, like, happy medium for us. But I think for everybody, it's totally. different, too. Yeah, the scheduling sex is a big topic. A lot of intimacy experts recommend it. Sometimes experts will ask you to schedule, knowing that there will be some anxiety, knowing mm. that there will be some discomfort, because all of that comes out. It comes to surface. You have to talk about it, you reshift, and it's almost like it pushes you to create new boundaries. You then say, yeah, the scheduling on Friday night sex gives me anxiety because you learn why, and then you reshift. I prefer, like you said, I prefer the date nights. I prefer the day dates. or And then you kind of start to find your middle ground with, with each of you. That's so interesting. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> Now I'm kind of like, I feel duped a little bit. (laughs) You were just trying to get me to talk about my anxiety about sex. Got it. No, that makes sense though. Why do you think people correlate just, well, in my brain, that sex is just the only form of intimacy? I think intimacy is a new concept, to be honest. It was a word that I started using a lot when I started 
my company because I was trying to broaden sex. I was trying to broaden sex into like the love category, the connection category. So for me, I see that that word has become more like all encompassing and a little bit safer and easy to use, especially if you're advertising and running ads or whatever, you don't, you can't use the word sex, right? But intimacy, intimate, like it encompasses so much talking can be intimate holding someone's hand can be intimate. Sex can be intimate. It could be not intimate. Like there's just so much about it. So it's almost like figuring out what people crave and like what intimacy means to them. It is important. It's kind of like the foundation. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. You wake up with a sore throat and a low-grade fever. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are, well, get sicker and miss work hope to see a doctor this week or sit hours in a crowded urgent care waiting room. Nope, not me. I have a smarter option because listen, as a mom, we cannot afford to get sick. So therefore moms, I got something for you. My medical emergency kit. When you get your own medical emergency kit, you just match your symptoms to the doctor recommended prescription in your kit. No waiting to see the doctor, you get well faster. This is not a first aid kit. It's like having an urgent care in your home. It includes doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues like COVID, strep throat, pneumonia, all kinds of infections, including UTIs and many more. Plus a doctor's guide so you'll know exactly which med to take and how. As a working mom of three, like I said, I cannot afford to get sick and I definitely don't have hours to spend in the urgent care waiting room. My medical emergency kit brings me peace of mind. It makes me feel so much better knowing I can be prepared for whatever might come up. And also with a young little baby, I got to stay healthy. I recently used the anti-nausea medication included in the kit. I was shocked by how much better I felt after taking it. The instructions in the kit are super clear and easy to understand. And I'm so glad I have my medical emergency kit on hand. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. 
Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door. Get 15% off at twc.health slash Jana and use promo code Jana. That's promo code Jana at twc.health slash Jana. See, I just never really thought of it as anything but sex. Like I remember I used to be like, I want you to be, I want you to be intimate with me. And, you know, and I just always equaled that as sex. But over time now I see like how impactful just, you know, the moments of, you know, my fiance and I going for, for when we do walk or cause that's, we're holding hands, we're connecting, we're yeah, breathing in fresh air. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, it's such a different conversation than just sitting in the house over our phones, watching TV. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel more intimate and more connected with conversation. Yeah. Like by far, like that feels so much more intimate to me, mm-hmm. just having like a deep conversation. So, and you would be surprised that I now feel the same. I love that. Now I love sex. Which you're like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> don't get me wrong. <laughs> I love having sex with my fiance. It's fantastic. Having said that, I just like, it's, it's an, it's an and with both sure. of them. Like both are needed. Mm-hmm. It just, it's not just, it, the other one was just sex. Yeah. I didn't care if we spent every day together, like, I liked it, but I just, mm-hmm. I wanted just sex to like fill the intimate void. And now I'm like, no. And I think maybe Nick is kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Like maybe he just wanted the sex too, but like, no, it's like, as long as you have connection, that's really what's like important. Yeah. The and. For sure. Both of the them. The and. All of it. The both of them. Yes. So, okay. Want to shift gears a little bit with this topic. So obviously I'm pregnant and my daughter, I skirted around the question because she said, but you're not married because she thought that when you got married, that's when a baby just like forms in the belly. I don't know how she thought that because we actually have never had the conversation. Um, But then the second time it happened a couple of weeks ago, we were watching Baby Boss and you know how that movie is all about babies being made in a factory. And she looked at and she was like, (laughs) she's trying to figure it out and I could see her like processing like what's going on I'm like okay here's here's here it's coming so she's like so wait are do babies come from a factory like how are they made because she's like but because mommy you're pregnant and that's not in a factory and I'm like nope still not ready to tell you and I was like well yeah that's just a movie and you know yes when you and I couldn't say when you get married. So I was really just trying to find my words. And then I just kind of changed. I was like, God did it. And, you know, it's just, it, it just appeared. Um, we love each other and love made a baby. And then I just stopped because I was like, I don't know when to to say. And I think she's too young right now. She's going to be eight. But what is your advice since you've had both, you know, you have a you have an old and a young. It, you totally got caught in that moment of a child asking you a sex-related question and parent feels a little flustered, but that's <laughs> normal. That's most of us. That That's me sometimes too, even with my teenager who purposely tries to stump me. I'll just tell you that. Um, your daughter so, too. Uh-huh. The thing about sex education with your kids is when they're little, I would say up until like preteen, you're actually not even talking about sex itself. You're talking about healthy relationships, about body, about hygiene. It's like the things kind of around intimacy and stuff like that. And I think what you did was great. Um, The focus for kids is usually just answering their question and being kind of general about it and then moving on, but allowing them to have space to ask you questions and trust that you're going to give them an answer. So just because it was embarrassing for us, 
growing up because, you know, I didn't talk about these topics with my family. I think that's common in a lot of households. It doesn't mean that they have to grow up being embarrassed. So we're in this unique position to really change the script for our kids. So the fact that you answered the question, I think is great. Good step one. For little kids, I would say under 10, really focusing on like healthy relationships, love. When people love each other, they can decide to expand the family. That's perfect. Um, If they start asking more like anatomy questions, it's up to you like where you think they're at developmentally. And just like answering pretty briefly works most of the time. I, I I heard this thing though, and I don't know if I heard it from you or my therapist, but they were saying eight is too late um, about, you know, learning things because they're on school buses and people just know things so much younger now. And so my fear is I wouldn't want her to hear something on the bus or she say something and then she's made fun of by like an older kid that obviously knows Mm-hmm. that a penis and vagina and this and that and then makes a baby so it's like you'd still recommend going that route and then have you have you heard the eight is too late thing oh yeah no i've heard it um and i feel again i feel like it's different with every kid i have a 14 year old 11 and 7 mm-hmm. um both 14 and 11 year olds we had a form of the conversation at nine but there were reasons around it with the 14 year old, he was a boy. We knew friends of his were having conversations about things. So we knew we had to get ahead of it. The 11 year old was the question thing, but it was just one question after another, after another. And developmentally, I realized she just knows things. And so I was like, all right, we're going for it. But Mm -hmm. my seven year old, I don't see that happening. So I just think it's kind of different for everybody, but they will hear stuff. Trust me. My 11 year old told me, she, yeah, she told me the stuff. other day that they, her and her best friend, they're the only ones that have already had a conversation out of all their friends from their parents. But everybody knows about it. All their friends know, but we're the only ones that have talked to them about it. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. My my two cents about all of this is I feel like every child needs something different, which is why it's like you can't just like apply lessons one through three for every kid at this exact age, but they will hear things. And they'll usually come to you to clarify or like to see if it's true. So that's why if the, if you give them honest responses, they'll know that you can be a source. Unfortunately, a lot of kids are finding out sex education through porn or through friends, especially if those friends have older siblings. So you being kind of like their home base is always going to feel reassuring to them. And And privacy is a concept that comes in like, Anatomy is a concept that comes in early. That's like a three-year-old conversation. That is like a, you're learning your body. This is your ear. This is your nose. This is your vulva. Like just straight up, that's the body. And concepts of privacy are really important to keep kids safe, right? So no one should ever do A, B, and C. No one should ever touch your private areas only, and you list the people, only me or grandma can help to dry you or change you. They will ask you why. You can say that's a private area of the body. Um, if anybody ever tries to get you to come into a separate room, that's that's a no-go. Like It's kind of scary to talk about these things, but I feel like privacy and safety should definitely be talked about really, really early, like elementary early. I agree with that. Yeah, this is, speaking of the privacy aspect, this goes like, sorry, way off intimacy, but 
we were at my son's baseball game the other day and or was practice and she's like mom i forgot something in the car and i was like you know and she's she's she wants her independence so bad she keeps asking mom can i please ride my bike around the sub you know by myself and i'm like no honey not yet but i'm like i'm trying to give her like pieces where like she can i'm like but i will stand way behind like alan and i will walk really far behind you so you can still feel like you're by yourself um just you know make sure to just do the loop and we'll 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 walk way behind but at the baseball game she had said that she you know um forgot something in the car so i was just like oh yeah here take my key go get it but then when she started walking away i was just like I'm going to lose sight of her right there. And I'm like, I can't do it. So I just, I started, I started just like booking it to her. She's like, but mommy, I want to go by myself. And I go, honey, I, I have to have eyes on you. I go, cause when you round that corner right there, this is a parking lot. And I, I, I just, I got sick to my stomach. I go, because if this is when I was like, baby girl, tell me what you want to do here. What happens if a van, if a guy pulls up in a van with 12 puppies, what would you do? You know what I mean? Because in my mind, I'm like, I think you're going to go in the van with the puppies and that man is going to take you and I would never see you, you know? So I just started Mm -hmm. to like, I got this like sick gut feeling and I just, I mean, I was booking it. Like, (laughs) I was like, John, wait! Yeah. (laughs) But that's another thing too, because it's like, I just, you have to like, I was like, oh, I need to have this conversation with her. She's at that age. have to be early. Yeah. It's hard. I like your (laughs) So I, I like, I'm on the same frequency. I think that your intuition is spot on. It's just so, it's a, but, but I also like want to give her her, but I'm like, she's still just too young. Like, I just like, yeah, I, I, I just think it depends. Yeah. I mean, I really do. I mean, I'm still having conversations with my 14 year old, like it's coming up now because they're doing a lot of like youth group stuff and a lot of things that's a lot more really independent. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know we've talked about this, right. but you know not to be in a room by yourself with an adult. You know yeah. not to, you know, I mean, it's like, it's a constant. It's a conversation that just keeps mm-hmm. going. Yeah. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. You wake up with a sore throat and a low-grade fever. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are, well, get sicker and miss work. 
hope to see a doctor this week or sit hours in a crowded urgent care waiting room. Nope, not me. I have a smarter option because listen, as a mom, we cannot afford to get sick. So therefore moms, I got something for you. My medical emergency kit. When you get your own medical emergency kit, you just match your symptoms to the doctor-recommended prescription in your kit. No waiting to see the doctor. You get well faster. This is not a first aid kit. It's like having an urgent care in your home. It includes doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues like COVID, strep throat, pneumonia, all kinds of infections, including UTIs and many more. Plus a doctor's guide so you'll know exactly which med to take and how. As a working mom of three, like I said, I cannot afford to get sick and I definitely don't have hours to spend in the urgent care waiting room. My medical emergency kit brings me peace of mind. It makes me feel so much better knowing I can be prepared for whatever might come up. And also with a young little baby, I gotta stay healthy. I recently used the anti-nausea medication included in the kit. I was shocked by how much better I felt after taking it. The instructions in the kit are super clear and easy to understand. And I'm so glad I have my medical emergency kit on hand. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door. Get 15% off at twc.health slash Jana and use promo code Jana. That's promo code Jana at twc.health slash Jana. Okay, switching gears again. (laughs) Um, you mentioned porn as an intimacy expert. What is your what is your thoughts on porn in relationships? So many thoughts. Okay. Um, <laughs> so it depends on the couple or the partners and the type of porn. And there's like I want to say thousands of combinations of this, but overall, I feel like porn can be positive in a relationship if it's serving a healthy purpose. So if, for example, Um, Both of you get turned on if you put it on in the background and it helps get you in the mood. I think that's great. Um, If you are supporting um, like ethical porn producers and certain like artists that are known for like creating really quality content that's very realistic, I think that's great. So there's a lot of like ways I think that you can absorb porn. But if it's problematic in the sense that one partner watches porn and another partner does not, and it doesn't feel positive, like the one that doesn't feels negatively about it, then I feel like you have to talk about it and address like, why? What are you specifically like not feeling good about? I would say most of the time, 90% of porn that's on the market is not realistic sex though. That's my main issue with porn. And there are websites that are doing great things like Afterglow does like really high quality, like realistic porn, make love, not porn has like actual couples that upload their videos. Like, so there are ways to engage in watching porn that is realistic. Um, But the unrealistic porn or the one that's like very one-sided or traditional in the sense, like male dominating woman, like if it's a turn on for both people, and they enjoy watching it. I think there's nothing wrong with it. But most of the time, it's just not realistic sex. And I want people to feel like they can be their true, authentic self when they're enjoying sex with their partner and not feeling like they're performative or like holding back noises or whatever it is that they're trying to mimic from porn. Mm-hmm. I feel like that takes away the intimacy too, personally, for me, like of the relationship 
And it kind of numbs, again, this is a, my own personal, that it might numb the relationship if they're going to porn rather than, like, if you're not watching it together and he's just doing it by himself or whatever, that it might kind of numb the then intimacy with the partner. That's how I've always kind of viewed it, but. I think a lot of couples that I would work with, the issues would come up with one when one partner really wanted to watch a certain type of porn and the other didn't. So you're right. If it's a tool that helps both of you get in the mood, it can be great. Um, I've also talked to a lot of people that are, are addicted to porn. And so I feel like there's a lot of levels to it. But overall, I think using it as a mode to get turned on can be healthy as long as it's used in moderation and both people feel good with it. Have you ever watched porn? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just put you on the spot. Sorry. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this. So. <laughs> <laughs> she, well, she's, she's getting used to talking yeah, about yeah, sex. Yeah. This, this podcast is always so she's like, oh, I can't come today with this guest. <laughs> it's a sex expert. No, I'm not, not here today. Um, okay. Tell us all about your company, Bloomy, and everything that um, listeners can get when, um, yeah, like what the products and all of it. Yes. Um, I started Bloomy about five years ago because as I was working with clients um, during my sexology sessions, people would want the recommendations. Like, okay, give me the book. Give me the lube. Like, what was the toy you mentioned? So I would send them all of these different links. And eventually I just said, let me just create a place where I can curate brands that I love. That then turned into, let me develop some of the products that I'm not seeing on the market. And today we say Bloomy is a sexologist-led intimacy company. And the what we focus on are intimacy solutions that help you get in the mood. That's what I specialized in. That's what I love doing. The products, they're plant-based, clean, um, medical-grade silicone, like just super high quality, but still accessible price point-wise, like usability-wise. Um, and then the content is inclusive. We have tons of sexology content on our platform. I'm essentially trying to find a way to scale myself. So instead of just meeting one by one with individuals, like this is a way where people can see like what I'm recommending kind of in a general sense and then click into the things that they're interested in. We are sold nationwide at Target. So some people are surprised, wait, you can get toys at Target now? <laughs> You can. Um, you can get lubes and toys at Target. So you can check like your local store or even online is a really great way to support. And I got to say the prices are great too because like the Play Mini Vibrator is $35. The, um, the Massage Clitoral and Body Vibrator $40. And then like the oils like 20 from from 12 to 20 bucks is what I see. And I mean, and I love the color lines look really nice too. I like that. This is all really good. Um, so everyone head to Bloomy. Dot com. That's B-L-O-O-M-I. Um, and then question for you, because I feel like this happens a lot too in relationships. What if one person is wanting to do something that the other doesn't want to do and they're caught in the position of, well, I want to please my partner because I don't want them to leave me or do it with someone else, but it kind of goes against what they might feel or want to do. Like, what would you, what would be your advice? And, you know, obviously like, yes, talk to the partner, but if, if it's still like resistance like, what do you suggest? Mm -hmm. um, this is a, a classic, like we have different no lists. Mm -hmm. So in sexology concepts, we usually go through like, what are you comfortable with sexually? What are you excited to try that you guys haven't discussed yet? And then what are, what are your hard no's? If somebody mm -hmm. has a hard no, usually we say it's off limits. 
but it is worth discussing. Why is it off limits? What about it makes you uncomfortable? Because sometimes people are surprised. Like I'll give you an example. Um, a lot of couples, anal is on one person's no list, but not on another. Mm -hmm. And usually the reason it's on someone's no list is because they feel like apprehensive about getting dirty or like having an accident, basically like having feces, right? That's what they're worried about. But when the other partner can alleviate that worry and say, oh, honey, I don't care. Or what if it's just the shower? Then it actually moves to the maybe list. So it is important to understand why, but some of these topics might be sensitive, right? Like some people have trauma or it's just the no list is a sensitive zone. So be really careful about asking why. So if, and if you're still like, oh, but I really, really love this one thing and you're saying no, can you do it on yourself? Like, is it something that you can explore on your own? Mm -hmm. And are there any other things that are similar that your partner would be open to? Maybe your partner would be open to like rimming, but not anal sex, Mm -hmm. things like that. Find, find the the middles. Have you, this is again, personal question. You don't have to answer. <laughs> <gonna kill her. laughs> She's going to kill me. Have you ever mm-hmm. asked Nick, like <laughs> what his fantasy is or like what he would like, like either like what his fantasy in bed would be or what he would ever want to do with you or as a couple in bed? Um, Ish. Yeah. Ish. I mean, I haven't just said like, what's your fantasy? But yeah. yes, yes, we've discussed okay. that. Because I think it's so interesting to see, uh-huh. you know, what someone's, because what I would think would be something they'd be like, oh, no, I would never want to do that. And it's like, oh, okay. You mm-hmm. know, and just like having right. that, like, and then you feel even closer, almost like in right. bed too, knowing that like, they're not, because I always ruminate that maybe they're thinking they want, I, they mm-hmm. want more of this or more of that, or they want to be wild with this when really like, he just wants to be super intimate sure. and like, you know, again, like my old school, you know, he's very like, he's just like, no, he's like, I don't want the trash talk. Yeah. And I was like, oh, really? I thought guys love that. And he's like, no, he's like, I don't like that at all. Like it actually turns me come. off. Mm. And so I was just like, oh, okay. So I had to like reprogram my mind to what I thought guys liked and wanted. And then, but I was like, that's not. Mm. So just like being open in that conversation when was so interesting. When you weren't so doing it for yourself, you were doing was, it because you thought that's yeah, what they wanted. For sure. Yeah, I thought like different... he would like that. And he was just like, by the way, I don't, he, and he even, he was even the one that said, he's like, I don't, I don't like when you say that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh really? I'm sorry. Like, he's like, no, no, no. He's like, I just, it, that's, he's like, you're my like woman. And like, yeah. it's, I don't know. He's like, it's more intimate for me. I was like, oh wow. I didn't even like, I just mm. assumed all guys just wanted girls to act like sluts. <laughs> <laughs> In the bedroom, I, I you know just what I mean? Assumption. I just was like a total assumption from my past. I, you know what I mean? Like, so I it was like my own so drama. Personal preferences, they change every person. It's so interesting. Like every partner will be completely different, have different preferences. I like, I think what would be really cool for you. And I'm sure a lot of people listening is just do like a quick fire with your partner. When you're having a date night, just say, I'm just going to ask you a whole bunch of random things. Tell me if you like it or not. And dirty talk should be on that list because you would be surprised. Some people do not like it. And some people are like, I have to have it. So then again, what's the middle, right? But just go through anything you can think of. And that can be like your quick fire. Well, I think it's kind of cool too, like for a date night, that kind of is fun to do on a date night because then you're kind of getting, Uh like you're talking about, you know what I mean? It's like, you want to like hurry up and get home and have fun, (laughs) you know, let's go. Uh, Rebecca, where can our listeners find you? Oh, people can find me. I'm usually very active on Instagram. It's Rebecca 
Rebecca Alvarez story. Um, I have a lot of entrepreneur mom stuff on there. And then if you want to find out more about Bloomy, it's thebloomy.com and all of the social channels are the same. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Rebecca, for coming on. This was great. Thank you. That was fun. It was great to have you. Thanks, girl. Yes, appreciate you. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because... It's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacovas store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.